Welcome to the Man Up, Man Down podcast, presented by Volker Baluda and David Pawsey. We discuss the pressures and challenges faced by men approaching middle age that we're often too embarrassed to speak about with our friends. You can find us online at www.manupdown.com. Enjoy the show and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hello, folks. It is the end of season one. An Who end of an guessed? era. <laughs> no, it's not an end of an era. It's the beginning of an era. Because we already started recording for season two. Well, good German, point. <laughs> a German organization, I guess, and uh, British efficiency. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's been a year now. Um, so David and I thought we'd go and do another duo episode. Reflecting a little bit on what we've learned, what, what we found helpful, what feedback we got. And also give you a little bit of an outlook for season two. As, as, as I just said, we, we started recording a couple um, episodes already. And what we will be doing in season two, we're going to have kind of like more of a mix where David and I have like solo episodes or duo episodes. Do you call it duo episodes? I don't know. Well, you know, I'd say, yeah, non-guest episodes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where it's just, you know, amazingly, people have said that they quite like the episodes where it's just me and Volker <laughs> rambling. So sorry to all the other listeners, but um, there's a, at least two people out there that enjoy this sort of thing. So, but yeah, that's probably a good place to start just to say, well, thanks very much for everyone's support. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we've been quite overwhelmed with how quickly it's it's taken off. I mean, there's still a lot of work to do, um, mainly by me, because uh, I've uh, not been doing all the things that I said I was going to do, but um, we'll, we'll gloss over that for now. But, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, the feedback has been great. And, you know, and I think, as we've mentioned, it's interesting that it's not just men that listen, that it is uh, women. And, you know, and I guess that reinforces the point is, we're talking about things that men don't really want to talk about, you know, whether that's with their friends or with their wives and partners. So, so yeah, aren't we, uh, aren't we leaders of men, Volker? We, we, we are, I think. So I think, you know, let's jump straight in there. I think, yeah, thank you from my end as well to a, all the guests, all the supporters, all the listeners. Um, and thanks, of course, to Well Doing as well, who have sponsored us throughout season one and, um, you know, they support, they continue to support us through season two, which is fantastic. Um, so as an aspiring therapist, I love the platform, you know, and I can't wait to be able to register once I'm qualified and say, you know, how, how can I help other people? How can I support other people? So thanks to Well Doing, yeah, for, if I say, being there, but then also particularly being there for, for us as well and, and supporting us. And what you said in terms of a lot of things you haven't done, this is a team effort, right? So this is as much on me as it is on you. And, you know, so don't, you know, don't take it all on you. I think we all, we both have busy lives. This this is still a hobby for us, right? It's it's unfortunately not a money-making machine. Call out to anyone who wants to sponsor us, of course, right? Or or pay us for episodes. You know, we it's always greatly achieved. It is still, you know, a hobby on the side. So, yeah. And, and as, as, as you said, right, the feedback is if, if people just listen to our guest-free episodes, maybe that's what we should call them. You know, um, it's like listening to us in the pub having a having a rant and a ramble. So uh, a ramble? Ramble is not the right word. 
Yeah, no ramble. You know, it's yeah. It's when, when when you say lots of things without actually saying anything, which yeah. is you know what what I was uh, I think put on on this earth to do. So I've got to ask you a silly question, David. Go on. And I think it's almost a rude question, but I'm going to ask you. So prepare yourself. Which one was your most favorite episode? <laughs> I mean it. It changes, <laughs> and you know, and I think it's ah, oh, you know, it, it's <laughs> oh, I don't want to get too overly philosophical, and and you know, and I hate the phrase, but it has been a real journey, and yeah. you know, I guess I didn't, you know, appreciate, you know, some of the the podcasts that we recorded, and then my dad died, and it was like, whoa, you know. This has been kind of preparing me for this in a lot of ways. Ben Benjamin May from the New Normal, not Benjamin Way as uh, we we unfortunately called him in a couple of ways, but we uh, we sorted that out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of what he said in, in retrospect has been very helpful, and also, you know, the episode we recorded with Steve Cause, and you know, as I said, we recorded yeah. that. The day before I went to see my dad, which turned out to sort of be the last time we saw him before he was ill. And yeah, I asked him a couple of questions and I mean, he'd sort of finally relented to get a wheelchair. And that was like one of the best sort of times I spent with my dad because it was like pushing him in the wheelchair. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually right at his ear and we could have a a proper conversation because you you know he had problems hearing but yeah i i you know and, and he'd talk about his mum a lot uh my grandma he never really talked much about his dad um so yeah you know sort of following the the interview with steve i asked dad a couple of questions about his dad and and that i was like oh wow yeah that sort of makes a lot of sense and oh i mean you know again I guess probably will still record a uh, an episode about you know that forty eight hours with Dad, and I haven't really spoken mm. to Volker about it. But basically, there was a point during that last couple of days with Dad where he started talking to me, thinking I was his dad, which was Ooh. very strange, you know, upsetting. You know, these are the sort of things that happen when people are dying, you know, which, you know, I'd, I'd heard heard about before. Yeah, he what he said, it was it was some things that I kind of knew from the past. But essentially, my grandma was very possessive of my dad and didn't want him and my mum moving out of the area when they got married. Which, you know, was, was kind of one of the reasons why there was friction in my mum and dad's relationship. But basically, you know, I've spent so much time sort of thinking, should I live nearer my dad? I'm not there to help him. You know, it, it's two hour drive away. And basically what he was saying to me, in inverted commas, his dad was was him saying just because me and Jane want to, who's my mum, want to move away, doesn't mean we don't love you. It's natural for children to move away from their parents. And um, yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, 
yeah, it was, you know, it was nice to hear that. And it also sort of, it, you know, that how he never kind of gave me and my sister any grief for going away yeah. and living our own lives. Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, you know, like I have to say sort of the, you know, the interviews with Ben, which, you know, you set up the, the charity because he met someone that had, um, they'd both lost their fathers and, you know, those conversations led to them setting up a talking group. So yeah, that, you know, that episode helped and the episode with Steve, well, you know, in retrospect, it helped, but yeah, I mean, you know, on top of that, there's been, uh, some fun episodes, some serious episodes, but you know, it's just been great that people come on and have been incredibly open. Um, and you know, without again, wanting to sound like a, you know, wellness wanker. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like I've grown and developed as a person. You know, and, and it's it sort of almost like these sessions are, are an extra therapy session for me. But yeah, you know, I, I definitely feel like I'm. You know, yeah, I'm certainly a lot better for this yeah. podcast. So, in answer to your question, no, I can't name one favourite episode. <laughs> um, they've all been amazing, but there we go, firing it straight back at you, Volker. Yeah, I, I took notes actually, and I went through the episode just now whilst whilst you were talking. Um, <laughs> you, you, you went through all the episodes during yeah, that, just, just that one ramble, and I found, to be honest, you know, we we had some really good ones on fitness, right? James and Lorata, and you know, and fitness in general, right? Um, and and well being, like Fiona and Louise talking about mindfulness as well, and then work, you know, um, Ollie and Matthew talking about the future of work, um, a lot on ADHD, right? Roy, Mick, you know, I would almost put uh, Mark in there, body dys- dysmorphia, right? So there are a lot of new things we we discovered. I discovered. I learned a lot um, in this podcast. I don't know if they're my favorite episodes, but we talked a lot about alcoholism and, and alcohol, you know, whether it was William Porter or, you know, Andy Delderfield talking about it. Um, and we talked about it as well. And then we laughed a lot, you know, with, um, was it Andy as well, um, about, you know, the erectile dysfunction. That was good. Well, yeah, Andy Barnum. I thought that was the funniest episode, um, you know, for, for a very serious topic and, as, as you know, I mean, season two, just to give you a bit of a taste that we, you know, David and I talked about a lot of topics to begin, it's the beginning of the season. So we talked, of course, about alcohol, health, fitness, weight loss, getting a puppy and, and so on. And um, sleep, we had an episode on sleep. And so hopefully we, we get more on sleep, more on sex, more on erectile dysfunction, you know, and also things we men need to look out for. Um, you know, like like you know, in, in our partners, like like menopause. So there are a few things we we want to address because the consistent feedback I get that we become a platform, or I see it a little bit, we become a platform or a broadcast or podcast broadcast for for men organizations to be able to to tell their story and their reasoning. And, you know, one, one of course, is the men's shed, right? Which, which you know, I really like that episode with Charlie. Um, and, and hopefully the plan is um, to get a live episode done in one of the sheds over the summer. Uh, but, of course, you mentioned Ben, right? I mean, the, the new normal charity. I didn't know it existed. And, you know, it's not only for men. And being able to give those charities a voice is definitely something I want to do more of in season two. And I know we haven't discussed that yet either. So, um as you can, 
you know, as, as you listen to this episode, you realize, you know, David and I still have a lot of catching up to do what we want to do in season two. Although we, we are very aligned in terms of where, where the show is going and in terms of the topics and, and the things we need to address. Because as, as I think as we get older, um, and I, I have, you know, thanks to the podcast, I have these discussions now frequently with, you know, family, but if I say mainly friends, and it's anything from, you know, whether it's sleep, whether it is sex, whether it's a blue pill, you know, whether it's, you know, ADHD, whether it's mental breakdown, whether it's burnout, people know they can talk to me about it because I'm open to talking about it. Yeah. And, that's... And that's good. And that's good. And I think if, if we, if we can create, I don't want to call it the, 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 the men up, men down movement, but it is almost a movement. If we can get this ripple effect that everyone who listens talks about those topics more with people that don't listen. And then hopefully they will listen so we can get more listeners. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but, but this is, it's not about the number I see, you know, when I look at the analytics. For me, it's about creating this ripple effect of more people talking about those topics more often so that overall, you know, as, as a nation, you know, I deliberately say nation, we talk more about that. And then, you know, once we go global, um, you know, and, and, and that's, to be honest, and then coming back to Ben's episode, right? That's what Ben does with the New Normal Charity. And I think that's that's fantastic. They started locally with one topic and now they have groups globally. And that's what Charlie does, does with the, with the Men's Shed, right? It's an Australian concept coming over. And that's 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 my vision, right? And if, if, if along this journey, we have a bit of fun, a bit of banter, and you guys think that David and I sit in the pub and having a good life, um, then that's also good. I don't know if we do. I think we have a good life. I'm not complaining about my life. You know, co compared to last year, and I need to mention that, David, sorry. You know, last summer, we were sitting here sweating at each other over the screen, recording episodes. This year, I don't, because I got an air conditioning, and I should probably get the air conditioning company to sponsor this podcast, because I don't know if I mentioned it yet. It, it's a game changer. You know, I... It's an absolute game changer. Right. Well, we, we could right make sure we don't go off on a tangent about aircon. But a, I I mentioned that oh literally in the last week I think I was yeah. like oh yeah my friends you know blah blah blah. Well, it, it, I mean it was a conversation about you know is this what we've got now? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I've often thought about. Yeah, how like sitting in this room sweating away, and now I'm like, and now Volker's all smug with his <laughs> aircon. It's not showing off, and to be honest, and you know, obviously there there are a wide range of people listening, but it's 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 a lot less expensive to get an aircon than I originally thought. So it's definitely something worthwhile looking into, especially if we if we anticipate having thirty degrees for a good two three months, you know, or even more. So yeah, we we haven't looked back. You know, you can sleep at night, you know, huge benefit. You can work without getting sweaty and, and just feeling miserable. So, um, yeah, and you don't you, have to go to an office to do that either. Are you sure they're not already sponsoring sponsoring you? To be honest, maybe my accountant should sponsor as well, because on the other hand, an air conditioning for your office can actually be expensed. Just so <laughs> <laughs> for anyone having their own business. Anyway, going back to... Yeah. Uh, non-aircon conversation um i mean yeah there's a couple of things you mentioned there i think number one is it was a realization that actually you know 
there are a lot of people out there a doing good you know it, it has been yeah i guess i guess another thing about this podcast has made me feel a lot more positive about life that you know it, it's sort of so a lot of the time you kind of go through life well i i've gone through life and the party that i vote for never gets into power and you know like there's been a lot of things in politics that have gone on over the last 10 years maybe you know sort of slightly less than that but um yeah you know it's sort of you can kind of go through life thinking am i the idiot you know am i the one that's got it wrong Uh, you know is my life view the one that's skewed and then it's like actually there are so many people caring people out there that you know their aim in life is is to make other people's lives better so yeah you know the fact that there are all these groups and and again again it's sort of you know so many of these groups that are on our doorstep it's like wow you know yeah it's i think it's you know it's comforting that there are these places for men to go and talk and share their feelings but again at the same time it's like i I consider myself quite a fairly switched on person you know i have kind of been dealing with my own mental health issues for such a long time um but i'm like oh i didn't realize that there were you know so many of these communities but you know again they're all sort of dependent on on volunteers and well people that are prepared to give up their time without any sort of money reward I mean, like, I think the second point was was just going back to the Man Sheds episode, which has only just, well, gone out as we're recording, but we recorded it quite a long time ago. But there was there was a couple of things in there that really resonated with me. First one was the fact that, you know, we've obviously talked a lot about, um, you know, suicide is the biggest killer of, of men in a certain age. But I never realised that there's this second peak, you know, around retirement age at the age of 70, which, you know, Charlie was talking about. So that was a huge eye opener for me. And I mean, one of the stories that he told is is just sort of something that I think about a lot. And yeah, yeah, really struck me was just the fact that he told a story about, you know, a guy was literally walking to the coast, to the cliffs to throw himself off got into a conversation i think with a don't know if it was someone they knew by sight but just got into conversation with someone else and talked about man sheds and then later this guy admitted that yeah if he hadn't had this conversation he would have thrown himself off a cliff and you know i think that sort of i don't know one thing that we can all almost take on board is you know never underestimate a kind word to a stranger you know and yeah. it's not a british thing to do it's not a male thing to do but it, it's you know be kind hashtag be kind you know it's great putting in a hashtag but you know sometimes taking your time out to i don't know help an elderly person or you know chat to an elderly person you know that might be the only conversation they have that week but yeah so, you know i i, I guess it, it's sort of that thing of we all have busy lives. We all have our own shit going on. But, you know, literally, as I say, you know, taking the time out to speak to, you know, well, even if it's the cashier, you know, a little word can change someone's day or life. It can yeah. save their life. Men Up, Men Down is sponsored by Welldoing. 
It's a great platform for finding a therapist or counselor. They only accept verified professionals and they make it really easy to find one who is right for you. You can also use their personalized matching service so your availability, budget and needs are expertly matched with just the right person. If you didn't already know, success in therapy is down to making a great match with your counselor and the people at Welldoing really know how to make that happen. Plus, they have loads of stories, videos and interviews to support your mental health. Take a look at welldoing.org. It's interesting what you're saying there. I mean, you just said the men, it's not, it's not a thing men say, right? I, I, I challenge you on that because I often think, you know, and whether it's, you know, helping someone with a pram out of the train or, or yesterday I was at the theatre and I the door opened to the inside of the theatre itself. So I bumped the door into an elderly man, right? And felt really embarrassed and I said, I'm really sorry. And then someone asked uh, or said, you know, are you okay as well to me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And I thought, do I look that old as well? I don't know if it was a beard <laughs> or if it was my, my new tattoo on my arm that looked maybe like blood or something. I don't know what it was. But what, I'm, what, what I was thinking, you know, it's like, A, I appreciate someone actually asking me as well, not only the elderly person. And then I, I felt really embarrassed, you know, but you just don't expect it. You just open doors. You don't kind of think about it. So what I was thinking about that, I think, I think particularly as a man, you know, And if, if I deliberately use the word, we, we need to man up to, to actually ask people and stand up and say something. And I'll never forget, and I don't know if I mentioned that on, on a podcast before, we had a really, so when I was in the Navy, we had a really, really strict instructor. You know, he was like a real go-getter, really, you know, like, like trained, you know, like, say, like a, like a Marine kind of person, you would imagine. One day, he, I, I don't know if he told us a story, which seems weird, you know, looking back at it, but if I say someone told us a story, maybe it was him, Yeah, that um, the, the bus driver wanted to drive off just as an old woman or a child was entering the bus. So he literally jumped in and kind of like, you know, bent open the doors, you know, I'm, I'm imagining Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, like bending open bus doors, right, to let this old person or that child get on or off the bus, whatever the case was. And I thought like, that guy is not the person I would associate with kindness, mm. but he was. And it's, it's something, I mean, I was, I was, I was taught actually in, in, in the Navy as well, right. To, to be like that, right. You, you always serve others, right. You, you open the doors, you hold the door open to, for, for a woman or any person really be polite. Right. And, you know, you, you're the first one that jumps in and, and, you know, helps others and i think that's where as, as a man i often think about that right when when i'm in in situations where you know let it be the tube in london or you know like like in the in the theater or wherever where i'm thinking no i need to be the one that needs to step up and not necessarily because i'm a man but because i have the responsibility for society to do that and i guess that's part of why we do the podcast as well right i mean we get a lot of people in that do things for charity and You know, I say I'm not begging for sponsorship money here, but I'm, um, you know, if if we never make any money with the with the podcast, that's all right for me too, right? If if we can make a difference, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. And when yeah, when were you I... last asked to be helped over the street? By the way, 
You must get that all the time. <laughs> well, they they come along with a wheelbarrow for my uh, beer gut to, yeah. uh, to, you know, to help that across the road. The third leg in but, front, uh, yeah, in case you're falling over. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Um, uh, well, I've just realised that uh, I forgot one of my points as well. Like, another thing is that actually... You know, I think that my my friends have sort of been a bit more open and and yeah, you know, I I guess I have sort of yeah, you know, like in WhatsApp groups and stuff, you know, and I don't I don't you know, maybe it's all always been there and I'm just noticing it now. But yeah, I've I've sort of noticed that yeah, a people have been sort of talking to me about things they wouldn't have, have necessarily spoken to me about before. Yeah, you know, I, I guess just a bit more sort of vulnerability and sensibility, uh, sensitivity. But yeah, no, when you were talking about your um, your old commander, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, so, but you know, as I say, I had a complicated relationship with my dad because my parents divorced when I was so young. A lot of what I understood it means to be a man came from my granddad, my uh, my mum's dad. And I remember he um he well, he loved his whiskey and he was like in a whiskey club and he, he got me a um a hip flask. Right. And um and he had it engraved. He wrote me a card and he was like, This is for you to remember me when I'm gone. Your dad and gave um it to you. I just my granddad. Oh your granddad, okay, cool. Yeah. And um and then I sort of wrote back to him and said, you know, I was like I won't need this. I was like, thanks, granddad. I said, but I won't need this to remember you. It's like, because every time I hold a door open for someone, you know, and it's like, this is when I think of you and things like cutting cheese properly. Cutting cheese. Yeah. Yeah. That's a correct way to cut cheese. Okay. Cheese etiquette. But yeah, you know, basically like, you know, my, my, my granddad was a gentleman, I guess. And, you know, had a and taught me, I guess, how to be a kind, considerate person. I think. Yeah, and uh, I think I think that's important. That's the values we grew up with, right? Just just to make sure, by the way, for for our American listeners, so I, that's why I just googled it. Cut, you know, that cutting cheese has two meanings. <laughs> no. Okay, no. so so phrase American to fart. Oh right, okay. Removing gas from the body. Belch, cuts the cheese. I just wanted to make sure. See, I know these expressions for various reasons. A, because I lived in the States, and B, um, it's a phrase used in our house. So I just wanted to make sure what you meant with cutting cheese. Um, so if an American listener now goes like, oh, David's granddad used to cut cheese, right? You know, he was an expert. He taught him how to do it in the proper way. So it wouldn't offend a lady. Exactly. H- holding open the door so he could cut some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Every day is a day at school. You learn You learn something new every day. It is. And to be honest, I sometimes like confidence um, when, when I have these words. And we're going off on a tangent here a bit, but there's a Scottish word. And, you know, if you haven't noticed, my wife's Scottish. And, and I lived in Scotland for three years. And there's a word called squint, if something is not even. Right, so if you put up a picture and it's not straight on the wall, you say it's squint. Right, and, 
And I remember we put up a, a sign at an office once, and, and the team was British, American, and if I say international. Um, and I said, the sign is squint, guys. You need to lift it a little bit more on the right. And, and they all looked at me and were like, what the fuck are you talking about, Volker, right? So no one knew the word squint. But when, when I talk to my Scottish friends, it's, it's always a blessing. But yeah, you get these words and you get those phrases. So yeah, so season two, let's maybe talk a little bit more about season two. But what do you look forward to uh, in, in season two? Well, there's there's an episode that we recorded quite recently that, um, <laughs> that um, I'd say has had a quite a beneficial impact on my life. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Um, Already? Already? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, we were sent some resources uh, and, and yeah, I've, I've tried out some of those resources. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, you have to tell me off. So yeah, afterwards. excited about that one. But yeah, um, I mean, you know, it's sort of, you know, we've got a penciled in schedule. You know, I like to think that as we're sort of gaining more of an audience, you know, I think it, it's interesting that the people getting in touch with us, you know, there seems to be, we, we, we certainly see starting to attract, you know, a decent calibre of guests. Not that I'm saying that we had an indecent calibre of guests. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, it's almost like the community's becoming more aware of us. So, you know, we're, we're getting sort of, we're we're not having to find the guests. The guests are finding us, which I think you know opens up, you know, a lot of good stuff. And but I mean, you know, I think obviously you've talked about the menopause, and you know that was one that was um, suggested to us by um, you know a couple of listeners. So you know, I think if there's something that you you know you guys want us to cover, then you know send us send us an email. At- podcast at manupdown.com i think you're right i mean there's um i'm just going through the list i mean we have we have quite a few things planned and, and obviously nothing if i say nothing confirmed we have, have, have a few confirmed and it's got i think it's going to be a really good season because if if i look at it we we cover you know anything from well-being again and you know i'm, I'm just picking one here imposter syndrome we want to get sleep in, as, as I mentioned earlier. We we have some experts hopefully coming coming on for that, and we. I we mean, will that because that was. We will, sorry, we will I was... have a few people. You you keep doing that. Um, we have a few people <laughs> that we, uh, you know, Let, again, but, what I said earlier it, that that we want to get on to give them men up, men down as a platform, right? We're going to have more, if I say, coaches. You know, like like we had the dead coach on obviously this season, but but you know. People, if I say coaches, mentors, advisors, expert, where where the listeners can actually take something away, right? As you mm-hmm. said, this this one episode, I know which one you're thinking of, you dirty mind. So you know, it's it's like they, there's going to be good good episodes um, and and good topics. But yeah, we we're very open for for more suggestions. And and I'm to be honest, I'm looking forward to the guest free episodes as well because I miss that a little bit, right? That you're talking over me and. Um, <laughs> You know, but I, I get a bit of airtime now, right? I'm actually having, you know, I don't feel like I'm the third person on the podcast. Well, you know, it's just nice to see you actually uh, listening and speaking rather than uh, answering all your emails <laughs> during a recording. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I can't get a word in, I might as well multitask, right? Um, you know, if there's nothing I can add to to episodes, you know, then I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I think... Uh... 
I, I think we get the right balance. No, I think we do. So yeah, so we have about a few more minutes left. What else should we talk about? Well, oh, I mean, yeah. So, you know, well, we're talking about sleep. Um, I was going to say that was, I was quite interested. That was sort of one of the, um, I think one of the most successful or listened to sort of the solo one, well, the, the non-guest ones. Um, so, yeah, we definitely need to get um, an expert in for that. Uh, yeah, I think the other thing that I was going to say, actually, is is I've had quite a few sort of parents say to me about the the neurodiversity episodes. I mean, sort of the one that I recorded, you know, after that, they were like, oh, you know, A, it's like, oh, you know, it's nice to sort of understand what's going on in my child's head. Um, but it's also nice to know that they have got a career ahead of them. You know, they're not sort of consigned to the scrap heap. And you know, and it's sort of something that I mentioned, I think, with, with the conversation with Mick. Yeah, you know, but yeah, so you know, again, thanks to Rowie and Mick for two very successful people. And yeah, it was great to sort of say to those parents, all oh, right, well, we got this guy coming on. You know, he was like multi-millionaire or millionaire before he was 30. You got this coming on, who's, you know, massive in the mobile app world. And you know, it's this thing of like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter if you don't fit into academia or, you know, the, the the current education system, because, you know, and I think that that's like a big issue for me is, is that, you know, and I think a lot of ways that the education system really makes people that aren't stupid feel stupid because that's not necessarily how their brains are wired. I'm totally with you on that because, as, as you know, my my child, one of my children has um, dyslexia uh, and was diagnosed this year. So that made me think because I, I see what happens in school and, and I'm totally with, with those parents that reached out to you. And I think it's important to to have examples for children, how they can flourish despite their challenges. I don't want to call it disabilities because they're challenges, right? They're things they can overcome. Mm. And I sometimes look at my son and go like, oh, you know, if this problem, that problem, and the other one doesn't, you know. And then, of course, you, you find other children that, you know, they're even worse off, right? So you can't, you know, you can't say, you know, one, one child has more problems than the other. You know, they, they, they're all individuals. And we, we as parents always want to support them as much as possible and as, as, as best as possible. And that's sometimes really hard because we know what the limitations are and schools don't necessarily support these things. Mm. Um, a discussion I literally just had this morning. Yeah, those topics are frustrating, but I think it's, again, it comes back to, to what I said earlier. That's exactly why I'm doing it for that feedback, mm. right? Because we, you know, we, we give mum, mum Johanna or dad Joe, we give him or her a, a, a reason to go back to their children and say, you know what? I listen to a podcast and they introduce this chap can be, can be female, male, you know, neutral, you know, what, what, and, and, and that person, despite all those problems has made it. And however you want to define success, and it's all about making millions before you're 30. It could be, you know, like, like Andy Delderfield, like running, running marathons or what, whatever it is. It's just like, you know, you, you're not alone. And I think mm. that's, that's maybe a good, good way of saying that. I know one thing I was going to say. I know that it's uh, it's been a bit of a uh, a pop culture education few Volker, <laughs> yeah. like a few a few band names mentioned, a few TV programs and films mentioned that you've not yeah. uh, 
not not sort of been aware of but um on netflix at the moment there's a, a documentary about arnie not not your dog but you oh. know arnold schwarzenegger oh is it life uh, now yeah i i'd i mean i've watched two episodes um but a you know i'd recommend it to anyone i'm going to make oscar watch it certainly and amelia yeah. i mean like he I, you know i knew quite a bit about him but there's just well so like when he sort of started getting into bodybuilding when he was a teenager uh one of his friend's dads was a politician and you know he was like arnold he's like you know you don't know when your health is going to get taken away from you um you know you can have all the money in the world and that can take get taken away from you but you know if you've got a strong mind that's you know that's no one can take that away from you and you know and he sort of really took that on board and that that was kind of like his his driving force and it, it was just really and he was also sort of talking about when he first started joining this like weightlifting group so yeah he was like basically working out with all these guys that are a lot older than him but he was like oh you know the camaraderie of it and the connection and he was like after that everywhere i went whether that was you know getting involved in bodybuilding competitions or being on a film set he was like i'd try and build that you know that camaraderie and that community around me and and it was yeah. just like uh, you know all these great things it's like oh man you know he's he's a proper leader and so i was watching one last night which was about his film career yeah basically he was like well you know I was already a millionaire when I like got into movies because he'd like invested in real estate. I mean, there's some bits where you know I'm like well, I'm not I'm not quite sure I agree with Arnie's philosophy on that, but um, yeah, definitely yeah. check it out. It, it, it's uh, it's a great watch. I know my wife wants to watch it. She loves uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger. I like him as well. I mean, he's he's Austrian, close enough to my hometown, but um, hometown, home home state, close to the fatherland. But yeah, no, it's it's. I think these things are important to watch. And yeah, apologies for not knowing, you know, music, not knowing, not knowing you know, who Slipknot are. See, I watched a lot of movies, but you know, people making reference, I just don't get it. I, I can't. I don't remember actors. I hardly remember movie titles. And and the same is true for uh, for music. I'm terrible with that. But it's just something I'm not not as interested in. I'm afraid. Which makes it sometimes very hard because I find, in particularly in Britain, I never noticed it as much in Germany. Maybe it's changed. There's always a reference to some sort of movie, right? So, well, anyway, I find we still manage to communicate, even exactly. if you don't understand my film references. Exactly, I still love you, David. I, I love, love you, you too. Well, there we go. What a nice way to end. Exactly. I think I think we're running out of time slowly. So, um, thank you all for listening to season one, being part of the community driving things forward. We're taking a break um, over the next few weeks and we will be back end of August, beginning of September with new episodes, season two of Man Up, Man Down. Thank you. And uh, hopefully by then we'll have loads of social media followers because I'll have actually <laughs> cracked on with that. But anyway, thanks everyone. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode feel free to reach out to Folker or David via our website, www.manupdown.com or podcast at manupdown.com with any feedback or to let us know what topics you'd like us to cover in the future. Hear you again soon.